Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Welcome to Counseling on Demand. I'm your host, Fred Riley. As always, thank you for tuning in to another podcast. Uh, today, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, divorce or separation. And, uh, you know, when is that time to divorce or separate? And obviously, that's a question that uh, I get asked all the time. And, and you know, that's a, very, that's a very big decision. It takes a lot of thought. And one of the main things, and we'll talk about it, is uh, that decision has to be a very intellectual decision, and uh, most of the time it's made from an emotional place. So we'll talk about that a little bit. Um, the reality that, well, yeah, the reality overall is that uh, with uh, with divorce or separation, um, we we don't allow ourselves uh, the time to really step back and take a look at things and what uh, divorce or separation might look like. And so it might feel... A lot of the decisions we make might be very, very emotional. So that's what we'd look at there. The other thing to keep in mind is that I work with so many uh, couples that uh, there's way too much influence about their marriage outside of their marriage. And so uh, there's this idea of recruiting. What recruiting is, is uh, let's say that you feel like uh, your relationship warrants a divorce or separation, and recruiting um, is you tell the story of your marriage the way that uh, paints you in a good picture as the person that's victim uh, victim and tried everything, and you go out and collect people that uh, are appalled by the way that your partner treats you. And so it's not a real true vision. It's not an objective view of the relationship, but people have a tendency to kind of create um, camps or recruit to help them feel um, okay about this idea of divorcing. And the idea is that it's your marriage, and uh, it ultimately comes down to you and your partner to make that decision. Unfortunately, a lot of those decisions are made under persuasion. Um, As a therapist, as a matter of fact, uh, I was just talking to somebody about this. As a therapist, I don't even tell people to divorce uh, or separate. I help them walk through it. But I tell them, you know what, ultimately, this is a decision that you guys live with. Let's talk about the pros and cons and so forth. But I don't want them to have a, a major change in relationship based upon my persuasion. That's not really my place. And so a lot of people, they go in and they say, hey, I want to talk to you about divorce. A lot of times it's interesting because those people that come in want to talk about divorce or separation, they're by themselves, you know, which I always find kind of interesting. But uh, they they ask me for my thoughts, 
And what I tell them is, uh, I call it evaluating. And so what I tell them is, okay, rather than uh, looking at divorce or separation, what we're going to do is we're going to evaluate the relationship. So evaluating the relationship takes it more to an intellectual place rather than just a quick decision. A quick decision uh, in anything, really, but a quick decision with separation uh, or with divorce makes it really difficult because in the coming days, even the coming years, there's going to be a lot of things that we didn't consider that we wish we did. And then what happens is because we didn't consider that, we might find that we come out of separation too early or uh, we come out of divorce and remarry. And, and I've seen that quite a bit. But the idea is, you know, we want to think through it versus just a fast, uh, quick, easy decision, especially out of anger. So when is the right time? Uh, the answer is, I don't know. It depends on you. It depends on what's going on in your marriage, your relationship, uh, kids, all kinds of different things. Um, now, do you stay together because of the kids? Absolutely not. Uh, you stay together with the kids for different reasons, but not because of the kids. So lots of things to consider. Uh, it's not just cut and dry. Even uh, in more extreme cases, you know, in terms of maybe abuse or different things like that, when people come in and they say, hey, I think I need to leave my husband. I had a case like this yesterday, and she says it's time to separate. And, and actually, I've been working with her for a while, and here's a good example of when to decide. Uh, in my mind, it made no sense to me for her to be with this individual, but she doesn't know that. Maybe she knows it now, right? But she doesn't know that. Why? Because it's not my place to tell her. What I did is over the last three or four weeks is we discussed what her idea of partnership looks like, what her idea of being together is, what her idea of sacrifice is, what her idea of contributing is. And yesterday she she came to a place where she made her decision. Okay, she And she knew for herself that separation, uh, that's going to lead to divorce, that that is, that's something that she's able to answer for herself. Um, it's not easy. She was very emotional. But as a matter of fact, yesterday what happened is she, she uh, discovered that it made so much sense intellectually that she couldn't turn away. And so she started to grieve the loss of that relationship right there. But the idea is rather than just making that split decision, we're going to take time uh, as a matter of fact, uh, a good example with this this gal, as we talked about separation and eventual divorce, um, one of the things I told her based on talking with her, and think about your situation too, is uh, I told her based on uh, how complex and how difficult uh, and other factors in a relationship, I said, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if maybe we worked through this separation an eventual divorce over the course of a year. And her eyes got kind of big, and I said, well, if you leave early, he's going to kill you, right? You don't have, if you leave right now, you're going to be in a car down by the river, right? I said, you know, divorce, we have to be smart, okay? We don't have to end up on the street. We don't have to, you know, you have a job to find, all those different types of things. So the idea is I told her, you know, we're going to do this in a smart way. So when divorce, who knows? It's all very... Uh, independent. It's uh, There's a lot of factors involved in terms of the relationship, in terms of your support system. There's a lot of people that, uh, for for example, as a matter of fact, my first question 
when people are talking about separation or divorces, I figure out what their support systems like. Um, very important, and, and a lot of people make snap decisions, and they don't have a good support system, so they end up staying in a relationship for comfort's sake or for survival's sake, um, and just really being exposed to that relationship that's unhealthy. So what we're going to do is we're going to step away for just a second. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, separation, you know, disillusion of uh, relationships and timing and, and uh, those types of issues related to relationships that are struggling. Welcome back to Counseling on Demand. I'm your host, Fred Riley. Uh, as always, thank you again for tuning in. Uh, today, uh, we're kinda, we've been talking about uh, divorce and separation and when's the time to do that. And, and you know, uh, one of the main takeaways from the first part of this segment was um, the answer to that is very individual. There's so many factors that go into uh, the decision to divorce or, or to separate. And the idea is, you, you know, you really want to have this well thought out. You don't want it to be a reactive decision. You want it to be really well thought out. And what I tell people is, um, you know, that by the time you make a decision, uh, you want to be able to go a year or two years or three years down the road um, without uh, wishing that uh, you would have thought about this aspect or that aspect of the relationship. And so the idea is there's a very intellectual process that you go through um, that I've described in another podcast that allows you to, um, within a couple, three weeks, be able to say, okay, this is why I'm staying with my partner. This is why we're separating but not divorcing. Because you've addressed all these questions versus making that decision based on um, how everybody agrees with you that your spouse is a jerk or what have you. And the idea is as you, as you go through an intellectual process, um, not that you have to, but that intellectual process that helps you be able to, if you wish, um, have people challenge you and they'll, they might say, hey, did you think about this? And with that intellectual process, which I'll talk about in just a minute, the answer is yes. I uh, Again, you don't need to answer to them. But the idea is you have the comfort of, uh, in your own mind, saying, you know what, um, through this process, I've thought about all of these different things. Uh, you'll get a lot of people that want you to stay together because uh, they don't want, uh, like an in-law, for example, might want you to stay together with their sister or their husband because they don't want to see their sister or their dad. I said husband. That is so not right. Anyways, they, their sister or their brother, they don't want to see them suffer. Or a mom may not want to see uh, a son or daughter experience that divorce. And so they'll tell you that you need to stay together. But the idea is that that's more for their comfort. So what they might do is they might come to you and say, well, before you divorce or separate, did you think about this? And when you make an intellectual decision, the idea is, yes, I actually did think about that. And that's going to be more for you than for them. Because down the road, you want, like I said, you want to be able to look back and go, you know what, um, last year when I made that decision, well, let me say it a different way. We don't want to go down the road a year from now and wonder why we didn't think about a cost or benefit about separation 
or divorce. We want to think about that as much as possible um, in the here and now. And the idea is that helps you, it helps your partner uh, feel like you've taken a really good look at it and you're not staying just because you're scared, you're not staying just financially, um, you're not staying because you're supposed to. Uh, you're staying in the relationship because it makes sense to both of you. So let's talk about that really quick, this decision-making process. And this decision-making process, it's very similar to brainstorming, but the idea is it expands the thought process and uh, beyond brainstorming, actually. So I don't like acronyms. I need to come up with an acronym for not liking acronyms. But there is one that, that uh, I do stick to that's helpful in decision-making. So the, so the acronym is SODAS. SODA stands for situation. So in this case, the situation is our marriage or our relationship has gotten to this point uh, where it's not safe in the, in the home or where we're roommates or what have you. So you identify the situation. And then the O is options. And options, there's a rule to options, and that is uh, four to five options. One of the biggest mistakes we make is we say, okay, the option is either to stay with my partner or not stay with my partner. And what that does is it very it really limits uh, our ability to look at it in a, in a very objective way, and we're limiting the the opportunity to look at other options that can work towards uh, relationship repair or towards ways to work through the relationship uh, uh, in terms of its decline and so forth. So what I tell people is that they need to have at least four or five options um, regarding how to uh, deal with that situation. The other rule I have for options uh, is one of those options has to be extreme. And people don't like that. Uh, they, and I'll give you an example. Um, one One option uh, rather than divorcing or separating, um, you could kill them. And people, kind of their eyes get big. But uh, before we move on to our solution at the end, um, I, I tell people I want you to evaluate the pros and cons of, um, of cyanide or what have you. So stick with me on that because that's going to come back to be very helpful. So the idea is four or five options. One option that you certainly would believe is way outside the range of what you would do. Then what you do with the options is uh, you actually list each option. I usually use a separate piece of paper for each one. And so with sodas, the uh, D and the A, the D is disadvantages and the A is advantages. And what you do is you write down the disadvantages, in this case of killing your partner, right, or the disadvantages of staying with your partner and doing therapy, whatever those options are. You list the disadvantages, and you, I, I want you to use at least half a page on those disadvantages, and then you list the advantages. And we're still not making a decision on those options yet. The idea is we go through each option, and, and I tell people not to come back to me uh, with an answer. They can still see me, but don't come back to me with a solution until you've given this two or three weeks. So as you go throughout your day, you might think of an option and, and realize, okay, there's an advantage to staying together that I didn't think of or an advantage to staying together, but um, making sure that we continue counseling, what have you. So what you do is you go through all those, and you kind of compare, like let's go back to uh, killing your spouse, for example, your partner. The idea is an advantage of killing your spouse, for example, would be that um, they'll shut up, right? If they're dead, they'll shut up. 
So what you'll find out is, okay, one of the things that I'm really struggling with is that I need space. I need my spouse or my partner. I need space from them. I, I'm overwhelmed by what they say. Well, there's other options where you can say, you know what, um, if I leave my spouse, um, they can effectively shut up and I don't have to go to prison. Okay, and that's kind of an extreme example, but what that extreme option does is it helps you see exactly what you're looking for. So if I if I uh, commit them involuntary to a, a psych ward or whatever, um, why am I doing that? that? That's advantageous because I'll get a break from them. Okay, so you're learning what you need by looking at that ex- at that extreme example. But what you're doing is you're going to see that in other options you can accomplish the same thing for. Uh, much lower uh, price, and, and uh, you don't have to have three meals in an orange jumpsuit. So anyway, so then what you do is you look through those options, and now you start eliminating options based on advantages, disadvantages, and ultimately um, reduce that to a solution. Um, so the answer to the question, when to divorce, when to separate, is the answer is a very well-thought-out process that you understand intellectually. And you can use that method. Uh, I know I went over it at length, but just in case you want to write it down, um, that's a good decision-making, good intellectual uh, prefrontal cortex type of way to evaluate um, something as significant as separation or uh, or divorce, and you're able to look back and see that there was good sound decision-making. And so if you're staying in the relationship, you know why. If you're staying in the relationship, your partner, and you both know why. So that's just one way to look at it. It helps to have the guide of a third party, you know, somebody that can guide you through that decision process as well. So the best time to separate or divorce uh uh, or stay together is any time that you put in a good thought process, you step away from the uh, emotional thought process that goes with it. The idea is that in so doing, out of respect um, for your partner, you're going to make this a decision that's intellectual as opposed to a decision that's based on hurt or anger or revenge. So I appreciate you listening to today's podcast. Hopefully you can think a little bit about your relationship and jot down some thoughts that uh, will help you intellectually look at where you're at in your relationship and some options in terms of going forward. I am Fred Riley. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. And you can find me online at gettingbacktolife.com. That's gettingbacktolife.com.